and welcome to Comagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie, and it's our Valentine's Day episode, so we're doing a super creepy romance with a not <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I don't talk about their marriage like that, Katie. It's <laughs> really inappropriate. That was like the kiss cam. That was like the kiss cam where it, when they go to the people in the crowd and the, and the girls <laughs> like, the and the girls like, hell no. <laughs> This is, this is the second day, and I don't even want to be here. Thanks for playing along, but for real, our favorite couple is with us tonight Dan as our Marcia. special guests, Dan and Marsha. Thanks for joining us. Welcome yeah, back, guys. Yeah, we're back. That's right. We're trying not to read into the movie choices. You I was going to ask. So, so Brian, you, did you put this magical pairing together, like Valentine's Day, the Barrios, and the Bodyguard? Is that yes? Yeah, of course. But also, you know, she's passed away today, nine years ago, right? So it's like extra creepy. Oh my gosh! Today. Stop did today. That's true. Today is the... that's why you picked it. Like I was looking <gasps> so up. I was like, wait. Costello, you're super creepy now because that's yeah. really creepy. Yes. Really didn't realize oh, that. 2012, gosh. February 11th. All right. That, let's, oh uh, let's my God. It off. is today. And I can't believe it's been nine years. That's a long time. I actually time. can't believe it's been nine years. It's wow. very bizarre. Right, real oh, downer. Whitney. Well, no, really I'm going to feel so bad was. saying how bad she is in this movie. All right. Well, like, like, her, oh, her, singing is, her singing is fantastic. She's not singing in this movie. Sometimes she does. She no. does sing sometimes. some performance sing. art. Just that one time, some, which some makes performance no sense. art in this but, film. Uh, but right. we are talking about Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston in a film that a lot of people clearly like more than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> the Bodyguard. Uh, a lot of people were excited when we said we were watching this I'm, movie. I'm nervous that this is going to take a trajectory similar to the notebook and pretty woman. And I'm wondering if we should just abandon ship now. (laughs) Just just quit while you're ahead. Those are terrible movies. We started with 10 viewers. And when we did those two movies, we split in half both times. Split in half. Wow. We're down to like two, and it's our guests. Like, I was gonna say like two and a half people. <laughs> and it was <laughs> my mom. And it's uh, my mom. I don't. She doesn't listen anymore. She doesn't listen. We lost her. She, she even gave. We up. lost her yeah. with pretty she woman. Her, she gave up yeah. on Facebook for. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, but before we start, let's talk about what we're drinking. This episode. What does everybody have, Jim? I have um, Larceny Barrel Proof Bourbon in my. Mando glass. This is the way that, oh, that Keenan gave it. me. Mm. Commenters it. gave lots yeah. of great suggestions for uh, drinks preparing with mm. this movie. Many of them involving orange juice orange for juice. Frank yeah. Farmer. Gotta, Has yeah. anyone ever drank that much orange juice? I feel like it, you would go into a, a diabetic, diabetic coma. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was I wondered healthy. if that was a character. Maybe thing. he was like, taking that like, prenatal. Was he diabetic? He was, it, yeah. We should, we, and they cut out the insulin shot scenes. Maybe. So I, I, couldn't, I, couldn't do, I couldn't do the amount of orange juice that he was drinking. And the, the uh, vodka... The, the screwdriver that he makes for himself. I, we, a lot of I would have ended up in the hospital with that one. Yes. So thank you, Michael DeSanto, for the recommendation of the Twisted Belvedere. So this is bourbon, honey, water, uh, a little bit of OJ, a touch of OJ, and a splash of the cinnamon, Whitney. Oh, sounds good. Ooh, love it. Mm-hmm. Dana, Marsha, what do you guys have? I just have a glass of red wine, but in my teacher glass because I have off tomorrow. So Yay! Yay! 
Great. I'm also I'm also drinking bourbon. Uh, Elijah Craig small batch. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Nice. Very good choice. Yes, yes and I yes. am drinking red stripe. Ooh. Oh, classic. <laughs> Wow. Classic choice. I love the red. Classic beer. Um, And now for our queen of the night, Katie. Aw. And the rundown. I'm sorry I didn't wear a costume. I feel like a costume was Yeah, I thought you were going to come in and like something. I imagined all chrome. I've let you all down. I I apologize. Um, I just want to say that... This movie is probably impossible to do a rundown on because there are so many nonsensical plot points in it. It's I'm not true. even sure where to begin. It's I don't true. know how to follow that. I, Let's see how we did. I don't know. Katie, in, clu- in true Katie form, this was written in two minutes and hasn't been proofread. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Rachel has the stuff that the people want and the things that they need. Unfortunately, <laughs> someone wants it a little too much. Ooh. Putting Rachel and her family in danger. In steps Frank Farmer. Yes, that's his real name. Frank Farmer, a former Secret Service agent who elevates the bodyguard game. Will Frank's no-nonsense approach prevail against Rachel's feminine wiles, a photocopy of a human type of stalker, and the rage of a big sister scorned? Ooh, that sounds good. I'd rather it watch that It sounds good, right? Yeah. <laughs> That movie sounds awesome. It, it does actually sound has good. a coherent thread <laughs> through line, maybe, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do our grade of the week. As always, remember, we're grading on a scale of A plus to F minus, or as I like to call it, A plus through rad. Um, Dana, Marsha, what would you give the bodyguard on your grading scale? I mean, I've, I always feel like I grade high as a teacher, so I'm going to go with B plus just because I'm that's, kinder. That's way too Whoa. strong. She's just being kind. Was that B as in boy was it, plus? Was that a B plus or a D plus? I'm, I'm trying to write that down. All right, Marcia. B plus it is. Marsha, right. Marsha. Uh, to be clear, I, I mean, we have had some grades here that are already very questionable. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're all so over the place. So that is probably not fair. even the most questionable mm-hmm. grade we've had. No. Uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, C, 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 C minus. That's more generous than you thought. Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh, Katie, how about you? What are you going to. Yeah, I'm I'm riding the line between that D plus and the C minus. It's that's a That's a hard decision, right? That is like a, are you more like a failure or a success? I'm going to go with C minus. I'll go, I'll go C minus. There are parts that work. All right. Uh, Jim. Uh, this is a D. <laughs> a, D. a D. That's consistent D with your grading scale. This is that's, D. Yeah. Yes, that is. I think that's fair. That's which Jim is the hardest grader of all. The hardest. And this is this oh, this this movie was was taking like a four hundred level class, <laughs> and it was not fucking ready for it. <laughs> How hard can this be? Yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) Yes. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go B minus. All right. All right. B minus because I, I think it is just crazy enough. Just crazy. Just just crazy enough to watch again. 
And that's I, if I <laughs> or it's to just, pay the two ninety nine that we paid. Yes, two nine. I paid as well because the library yeah. couldn't deliver it. I was right. going to say, don't so say YouTube like, doesn't Plus. do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and YouTube. Yeah. And um, for some unknown reason, it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, I, no, I, unbelievably. I so unbelievably not streaming. Not anywhere. even for Valentine's weekend. It's not. I know. Streaming. Um. So, so let's get into this. First of all. This we were talking about this before the show started. We have a, a track record of picking films that are that make people get very excited yeah. when we say we're doing it. Hmm. Uh, and then we watch it. And I asked myself, have people actually ever watched this film or have they watched it within the last 20 years? Because <laughs> that, yeah. when we watch it, I'm then like, I don't know if this memory of this film matches up with the reality of what this film is. So yeah. let's think about our memories of this film first. <laughs> what did we think about this film when we saw it in the past? Because this was a huge movie. Number two yes. in the box office, highest selling soundtrack still of all time. So this is like in, in many ways shocking that there has not been a remake, reboot or multiple yeah. sequels. Movies rarely made this kind of money. And then didn't get another. So what do you remember before we talk about our modern interpretation of this movie when we were younger? I don't remember watching this film, but <laughs> I don't. I knew I had seen it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought I had only seen it once. And I was shocked as we were watching Jim, like every once in a while would have a question. I'd be like, oh, this is what happens. Like it was like lodged in my brain. I was like, the boat explodes. It's the yeah, sister. Like, I, like there were like moments from this film that were just embedded was in my that, brain. Can, can I have a question? Is that because of the movie or because all those scenes were in the music videos Ooh. for the five yeah. videos they released oh. in Houston? I, that's my hot take. I remember the videos. I don't think I actually then. remember the movie. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever saw this movie in like the entire thing. I yeah. think I may have like wandered into the room while my sister was watching it or something. Yeah, while I was on TBS. Someday. But the moment Kevin Costner is sitting in his white shirt, black tie with suspenders in that chair in the glow of the room with the TV, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's from the video. Like, that's yeah, yeah, part yeah. of the video. And instead of like watching her perform that song, he's watching the video. Of <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Like, I remembered yes. that Very immediately. Good, One of the Absolutely. most disturbing scenes in the film. It makes yes. no sense. <laughs> For, well, none of these characters reality. do anything that makes any sense for who they are. And we just saw it because I think we thought Whitney was going to be singing the whole time. And those of us were her fans thought mm -hmm. this movie was just going to be an homage to mm -hmm. her singing. That's what I yeah. remember. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, great. We'll listen to like five or six Whitney songs. Not true. Like, not. Yeah. So Here's a question. Why is there so little performance in this movie by her? Don't you think that that would be like the constant? This is like Justin from Kelly craziness. You make a musical and you have no good music in it from Justin the Kelly. You have Whitney Houston and you get one half performance in every other performance is you watching her via a TV screen yeah. or a monitor or loop of a song she performed in a movie her character was playing or in the film or yeah. someone else singing one of her songs. That's, That's it. Right. That was, that was so a bold weird. choice, wasn't it? That so was weird. First of all, okay, we need to start. We need to start at the beginning. But before we start at the beginning about that one thing I just mentioned, that part makes no sense because we already saw her sing that song in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's another 
tall black woman in a striking yes. ball gown singing well, at I the mean, Oscars post- where she's nominated as a singing actress. At first yes, I was going to be, I was like, they did- don't perform to be fair. Sometimes they like people will not perform their songs. Oh, the right, right, right. So that's that the idea. My- no, but she was no, standing for her. No, because yes. they read the nominees and she was not a nominee for she's a song. Oh. Yeah, because she didn't write the song. Okay. But, Do you know, but I right. think that was being too much like, this is real Hollywood where At she wouldn't first, just like put her on the damn stage and let her sing the song. <laughs> I, I want to hear Whitney and, sing. By the way, let her sing and then yes. try to shoot her at that point. So I have a big right, question in terms of the songs just quickly. Does she never sing in this movie? I will always love you. They, the end. She they, don't ever they, sing. Yes. No, no, the no she, does, she doesn't perform it. She doesn't what perform it. You hear it over. So we have that was, weird guy's version the, the weird guy yeah, sings it that, by the way while they're dancing and she never sings it version i don't understand why they're not playing the dolly version. parton version right. the dolly yes, parton version is how they picked it oh my yeah. god i wonder well, if it was chris christopherson singing but it. then she probably had money. so much power back in the early 90s that they were like we will her name will get money so they probably will do whatever no. she said yeah but you know what that's not yeah. true that's the weird thing because people didn't even want her kevin costner as her kevin costner fought for her they did a lot of they did a lot of there was a lot of pushback against still even in the early 90s to make it an interracial relationship Uh, they were pushing for white singers mm -hmm. um, well good job kevin he wanted her you're not great in the film kevin but that was also because good job you this is based on a screenplay from the 70s this is a 70s movie too by the way if you watch like 70s movies in terms of like the style of acting they were going for. And so, and that's part of the problem there. They, uh, Lawrence Kasdan wrote the screenplay. It was originally supposed to be Steve McQueen and Diana Ross. As the pair. As the pair. That's an actual good movie. Yes. But but they wouldn't, there was too much pushback. So they waited an interracial relationship. Then it was going to be Diana Ross still and Ryan O'Neill. Of chances, wow. of Jesus. I can't stand um, him. Ugh. And he's a hate the so face. Kevin Costner yeah. finally got it made, and I he don't wanted love his Whitney face Houston. very much either. But that's wow. that is part of the issue, I think, with this movie is it is it feels oddly dated in some ways, even yes. for the nineties, and it's well, right because it was written in the seventies. In the the car parking lot, and they're all sitting there. I'm like, what? Where are we? When is this? It's very very odd. It's all odd. Yeah, that, that opening scene, Katie, you, you you wanted to talk about it. It's jarring. The opening jarring. scene is jarring. It's gunshots. Cer- it certainly gets your attention. It got our dog's yeah. attention. It starts with gunshots. The dog went crazy. There's a man <laughs> on the ground with a mop. Yes. So, you're, I mean, you're immediately asking questions because the maintenance man very- just got shot. Uh, and then there's a like a weirdly attractive silver fox with a ponytail no. giving Pouring, Kevin Costner uh, brandy. adjectives, and then just, <laughs> just a weird ponytail. It was just such a, a so I mean so you get and dropped mustache, into the story. Right there, you had a very tiny mustache. Yeah. Uh, so I mean it's effective in that it definitely draws you immediately in. And you pretty quickly pick up on like, okay, so he's a bodyguard but, sort right, of person. But he kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah. But I want to know the rest of that story. Usually when you get a scene like that in a movie, it's for character development. Yes. And we right. learn absolutely nothing about anybody in this movie. Pretty well, much the entire All we time. learn, we do learn about Kevin Costner, but Frank no, Farmer, no, no, but he, that he won't stay on at any job. 
that's the, that's right, the only thing. Right. Because after after this guy gets almost gets shot and killed, they go up what it what it seems to be up to his his library, his, his study, his, his yeah, his yes. study. Let's have a snifter. And they have study. a yeah, some brandy above the parking garage. Yeah, I know. Right. So they is. just left the parking garage, right? Right. Yeah, you leave the scene of the crime. You could shoot and, people yeah. and just walk and away. And immediately Kevin okay. Costner's like, no, I don't want your brandy, and I'm out. Like, yeah. I Give just saved the life, but I'm out. I already killed whoever I came to yeah. kill. We're done now. Every, there's so many points in they this movie. They never washed cars in the parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> that was the By the way, yes. there was no way that car was going anywhere I in that know, parking it garage. It was Everything was parked like three... It didn't make any sense. I think that was an odd choice. Uh, The odd choice to me is the film actually the and Jim, you wrote this in our notes. The first third of the film is okay. Yes. Like it's like building towards some. It's okay when he's doing his job, when he's showing like all the vulnerabilities and and like fixing them. That's interesting because we don't see a bodyguard movie like that. Like, yes. like in the line of fire is the only well, thing I can compare it to. And that's a like great that movie compared to I like this. that movie a lot. Yeah. Um, but then the movie goes downhill so far because, <laughs> and I wrote this in the notes too. There are, were so many times I just said, why? When I was watching this movie, because, there are things that just make no sense that happen in this movie. There are storylines that are brought in and just discarded. There are random things that just happen. And you're like, I don't understand who (laughs) this director is. This movie also looks terrible. It's very soft, soft, soft. It looks like a lot. Most of it goes between looking like a soap opera, like the lighting and everything. And then other times, it looks like a bad version of Silk Stockings or like one of those like Ooh, late night. God. It was kind of a Silk Stockings yeah. episode. Yeah, with the, there's so much blue light coming they through windows had, on them. They could have had Rob Estes play the oh. role of Frank. He would have been, been great. Awkward close ups. The, the steady cam shot. It was not. A, I, I say steady cam, but it was not a steady cam. The shot where Kevin Costner is on the roof of that building in Miami and they are flying in. On the helicopter. It feels like the cameraman's going to fall out of the helicopter. The, the screen is shaking so much. And I was like, oh, my God. what? I was Are getting we crashing nauseous. into the building? I was getting nauseous. I'm like, what's happening right now? I have a question about dropped storylines and whether Katie just wasn't paying attention. So when Frank first shows up at Rachel's house and finds the like busted intercom and guardhouse yes. that looks like it's been, I don't know, inhabited by like wildlife. There's just, just like a rundown yeah. building at a millionaire's yeah. palace. With um, a broken intercom. Charlie is the chauffeur, right? And he has a bandaged, bandaged hand. And right. Frank makes a big deal oh, yeah, out of that like they won't right. tell him how Charlie hurt his hand. So he first assumes that it was in the the TV that blew up. The, the There doll, was a doll right? that doll had an explosive oh, yeah, device yeah. Right. and that Charlie got hurt in that, but that for some reason they're not telling it. So there's this, is that just a red herring? Are we supposed to have a moment of like, is Charlie the guy? Is that? Yeah, I don't know. Because well, that never goes what, anywhere, right? But here's, I don't get about this. He hires him immediately after. Yeah. yeah, he's then his second in command. Right, <laughs> right. I was so confused. No, but I what I don't get about this movie is why they felt the need 
to make it like a suspense whodunit. It could have just been a crazy fan and it would have been so much easier. You can't do that though. And I think that's why they switched it. Like to me, this movie, like the, at the, after this, like into the third act, they, I think the writers are, are, and I, I don't know what his original script looked like and I don't know how they directed it, but I feel like they were like, okay, now they're alone in this like, secluded like i don't know where that was what was it montana like i, I don't even did they even say oh, oh with the dad yeah yeah, so, yeah. let's go to my dad's house in the yeah woods. yeah once they're there no no one but a professional would be right. able to like scare them right like True. everyone else would be or, dead or so like them. they wrote themselves into a corner of being like yeah. the whole storyline we've been playing with up until this point won't make any sense now, but I have, but we really need to be in the middle of the woods doing nothing. Also, it kind of destroys your main character. Yeah. It makes it look like he's an absolute idiot because yes. he took them to a place where if they really got in trouble, there's no way out. Right. But, the, but, but the idea, but, but that is even a, that tells you how absurd this plot twist is because <laughs> The guy who's the best bodyguard in the world doesn't realize this is a professional hit because it makes no sense that it's a professional hit. Even at the point when he realizes they're being hunted. Like, so just think of like, he he knows the lines have been cut. The car, like the guy is there. Why is he not in the room with her? Yeah, why aren't they all sleeping in the same room? What What is going on? We, I mean, we, we all does, slept in the same room one yeah. night when there was like a bad storm. Yeah, yes, yes. Yes. Everybody's very angry about this movie. It, <laughs> it's, it's like a bunch of movies at once, though, right? At first, they, they establish his resume. Yes. Awesome. yes. All of a sudden, they run into this like weird love story. Like they're falling in and out of love for like half an hour. But I don't believe any right. of them. Like, None. I feel like they're like, oh, shit, we need an ending. Right. Let's make it this guy. <laughs> but then that, that tries to sexually assault her. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. In between trying he to could have kill killed her, her eight times. Storylines. I wanted to see where that, that relationship went. Yeah, oh, and then thought that relationship was going somewhere. And then the the undercurrent that it was that that guy was after her because of Frank. Yes. Right, right. And that's but we learned so that that's weird. not true. Right, no, he's right. after her because, because the, the sister, sister hired right. him. But like, right. but then Jim also pointed out that our creepy stalker is the one who's been sending the death threats. Of course. And then of his course. reaction at the end of the movie completely does not line up with He's anything so else that happens. He's so sad about the, the, um, the shooting. Yeah. But it's so, and he's so costumey. Like his whole presence. He yes, looks he like a fake human. He's a photocopy he's a of human. a human. Photocopy he's a fake human. human. And I we wonder... only go to dad's house because we need to patch up Frank's past, right? Now we learn his mom died. That's the only reason we go there. <laughs> like we couldn't have brought dad over. There's like seven movies in this one bad movie. <laughs> so so finally, going. we understand Frank's Some, character. And I something's going to stick here. Don't Meanwhile, worry, he's holding something there. against his dead mother because that's me, why Reagan got shot. Right, let me run this back. Let me run this back. They, they got to this point where they were like, someone, I want to, I want to imagine that this was like a note from someone and they had to go back and like rewrite the story because they get to this house and they're like, why does, why is Frank so tortured? And they're like, well, we don't know because he's, he's literally the best at this ever. We've already shown that, duh. No one's ever died. No one's ever died. We've already joked about that. 
So that's off the table. Yeah. By the way, I thought that was actually in my mind. That was the story. Yeah. It's like, oh, why is he so messed up? Because he was sleeping with somebody and they didn't do it. No, no. I completely thought that was true. In my mind, that was why he didn't do it anymore. So when I found out why, it was my mind was blown. He is so tortured because when his mother passed away. Not because of his fault. Not because or, or of her passing. Not because he was bodyguarding her. Because right. she passed right. away. It sounds like of maybe natural causes or or an illness. Cancer. Which That's is a whole other storyline. Yeah. Story a very let's just say a very normal way to pass away. Sounds she like. overconsumed orange juice yeah. and, and died, <laughs> as one yeah. does. He needed to attend her funeral, like yeah. one does. You or attend the funeral. Did. Yes. And on that day. He, she had to pick that day to die. <laughs> no, because to be married. To be married. On, on that day, the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, gets shot, not killed. No, not yes, killed. may I ask you, did he die? Anyone? Is he? Was he? <laughs> no injured? one died. None of he those got, things happened. He got shot. Yeah. You know, um, Frank wasn't there. Nope. Yeah, it's like it's like you if you worked at McDonald's. And it burned down the, well, maybe not burned down. Like there was a small fire. I would say burned down, McDonald's burned down. Right. Is like, you broke the fire machine. Is, is if, if, if Reagan died, that's the equivalent to burning down the McDonald's, right? <laughs> this was like a small kitchen fire. Right. And, and you, you, were, you weren't the there for it. Right you were not present for the kitchen fire. And then like 10 years later being like, fucking kitchen fire fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> I I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love vote for the man. I don't care about right. I loved yeah. him. I loved right. him. I have a hot take. That is if you are going to have your main character win the Academy Award for acting, <laughs> she better actually be an actress. An well, actress. I think part of the issue, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I read something about this, that part of the reason the movie feels so choppy and there's things there is they had to cut a lot of her scenes because in the test screening, it was the some of the scenes uh, were, were so bad. I believe that that, entirely. They, that they had to cut around stuff, which it was, partly adds for the it was so bad at the beginning. Disjointed feel. I yeah. thought this is. This is the like Hollywoodness of her, of right? Her. Where like mm. he can't get through to like the real Rachel, but then you get to the end of the film and you're like, nope, that's no, I guess still... just her. How did he fall in love with her? Yeah, There's man. so much weird distance between the two of them. There are two good actors in this entire. There, are, I'm sorry. There are lots of good actors I was in this say, film. There are a few good actors. There are two. Yeah. There are two good performances in this movie. Bill Cobbs, he's so good. The yes. older, Always the older good. guy, always good. Who's in more movies than maybe anyone? Yeah, we looked him up because I was like, oh, what do I know him in? Every single he's, movie. He and um, Robert Schiff from from yes. from, from the West Wing. Toby, Toby from the West Wing. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Toby. He Toby. in his scenes, okay. he's electric. Right. He's very small. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say Fletcher's amazing. The son, he's a great little no, kid actor. He's not a good little and kid actor. And I enjoyed Charlie. Charlie I like sucks. Him. Charlie does not suck. Fletcher creeps me out a little bit. He's like, oh. Frank, tell me what's wrong, Frank. Oh, yeah. he's a sweet boy. Frank, are you drunk, Frank? I know, I know oh, how to. Yeah. I like Kevin Costner in this movie. And I hang out with Jesus you know, Christ. Christ. I will defend right, Kevin we're gonna Costner ignore in this you. movie. 
I think Kevin the problem Costner was okay in this movie. <laughs> He's not. And his haircut was inspired by Steve McQueen. That is the Steve right. McQueen uh, haircut. Uh, his hair. He cut his there's hair. a scene. The scene with the. By the way, can we talk about the katana scene? <laughs> Oh, that well, we can talk. That's a whole separate thing right there. When he is sitting on the couch, his hair is like out over his ear yes. in like this really because weird. My theory he is looks... he's wearing a bald cap, and then they put a wig on top of. They the might have. They oh, could have done that. Very good, Marsha. Yes. Very good. He By the looks way, like a ten-year-old who just like got. It, it, it is in need of a haircut. Is a Whitney no, is also a wearing a wig? He's sweaty and greasy all right oh, here. Yeah, that's, that's what true. it is. For the record, yeah. 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 this is why Marsha's uh, B plus is BS because she spent like 10 minutes talking about that yeah, hair. Not, no, well, that's because because she wasn't even watching that. Kevin Costner can be handsome in other movies, <laughs> but this one I was like, not so He made, he made some choices. The high waisted pants. By the way, that basement is the basement from, for all our favorite CBS fans out there, the basement of Gibbs's house in NCIS, which is the number one show on TV yeah, still. Because wow. a crime happened there. That's why. Yeah. They um, saved it for all those days. <laughs> how come the sword didn't cut the underwear like it cut the scarf? Great I have so question. many questions. Why does so, he have a katana blade in his When she sees else? him staring at her video as a stalker would... Is are we supposed to believe that that is a turn on for her? Yes, I think so. That's I think effed so. up. Yeah, yeah. Her character is so. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm impressed by her performance. In one scene, I had her playing her role five different ways. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure any of them work to, and none of them work together <laughs> in the scene. It was not a but puzzle she, that matched. But she was playing like the same person with five different personalities. Oh. She went from loving him to hating him to think he's amazing. I, I couldn't even. Oh, I was she's so, all over the place. I was Sporting in him. awe that of character the performance. Is all over the place. <laughs> well, and here's the problem. So to believe the sister, which uh, that storyline also never wraps up. <laughs> So no. she oh, we, never knows that oh, her sister she was tried to kill her. <laughs> no, but right. But they never her. tell her. So like she never knows. Yeah, He's keeping that a know. secret from her forever. Yeah. I mean, they kept all the notes a secret from her. So that's yeah. the type of people I they are. I would more easily believe that Whitney is a twisted psychopath than that her sister is. Her sister yeah. seems pretty genuine through the whole film. Whitney, there is like. Nothing. What's who? We, you can't yeah, ever see who she there. really is. No. Why does the sister? This is and, and why do you hire a contract killer? Because she met him in just, a bar. Just move right? out of the the what house. Was his name Armando? Just, yeah. Alejandro. You can just find a contract killer at a bar. Right? Yeah. yeah. By the way, I, just, I walked I into a bar. Walked into a bar. It's like, is there a contract killer? Yep. I need to get rid of my sister. You ripped their paper off. I was stoned. Yeah. I walked into a bar stoned yeah, and I hired killer. and it was a while ago. Was right? This was a long time ago. And he, and he happened to just happened to be a Secret Service agent who yeah. worked with Frank Farmer. <laughs> they also used what can only be described as melted freeze pop for blood in this movie. True. When wow. he gets when he gets in the fight with that random like kitchen worker in oh, yeah. Miami, he punches him. There's a blood splatter on the wall that is so red. It is like that's what I mean. It's unnecessary gore. Like yeah. our kids came down the stairs. I was like, this is And, and I was like, scary. that's a moment where I was like, what is happening? And then at the end of the movie, yes. when when <laughs> when he shoots the bad guy, there's a split second shot of, oh my God, of, this, of the woman of this actress the going <laughs> and there's blood all over her. And it makes no sense. Totally unnecessary. But it's gore. Like that must 
No, but it seems like it was out of like a B, like I didn't pulp even horror th film. This <laughs> this director, I don't know what else he did. I'm gonna look it up, but he is Mick Jackson. God awful. These were some of the lowest numbers we've seen actually in um score in scores in in ratings besides from Justin to Kelly. Was that a thirty three percent? That's low. I believe it. That's and low. just like everything was weird. All the writing, everything, everything. Like yep. it was just an awkward movie. Yes. Was the relationship in this movie, the love relationship, more or less realistic than Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling in The Notebook? Less. less. They're at least kids in The Notebook. Yeah. They're naive. Yeah, yeah, I believe that they care for each other in The Notebook. I just don't it doesn't enjoy make any the sense. writing no, of we, their we story. Never, yeah, right. We see them have like, in, in The Notebook, we see like a, a summer romance and then a long break, and then a a weekend, and then <laughs> then we skip ahead. And like then they're together years. for fifty years. Yeah, yeah. So we don't ever actually uh, right. see them really do like whereas the moments that I make was, them want to die together. I was waiting in this film thinking this is a love story, right? Like this is like I came into this thinking this is a love story, right? Right. I was looking for like so where does where's the moment where like they really see each other? Never. It never happens. Never. They sleep together. It. She was saved by him, right? So you believe she's so insecure that that's all it takes. That like yeah. that's like a turning point for her. It's yeah. so weird. It feels it's, it's weird. It's so funny though that like I thought this, and my hot take about Casablanca is also that that movie is a terrible love story. Great movie, Great but movie, those people, the three people that are in love in that movie, are fucking nuts. Well, yeah. yeah. I, so uh, to me, if you want to classify a movie as a romance, it should make you. feel feel the same kinds of feelings that you feel for yeah. the people that you love, right? Where it's like, <laughs> well, this brings all of those same like serotonin yeah. emotions, right? Or chemicals out where I'm like, oh, watching this makes me feel like I'm with my person. No, no, this movie makes you feel horrible. Right? There's, there's no feel goodness in this movie. No. Why couldn't Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston end up together and they just hire a bodyguard so it's not his job Agreed. to be an old white man? They did that. They did that. Yeah, but he, he should have just been why with, like, he, why? Yeah, yeah, why did he leave? Like, he's like, oh, I can't, so I shitty. can't be with you because my job's to protect you. Well, then just hire somebody else right. yep. to be the bodyguard else, and you just be with her. Like, I didn't understand. I didn't quite get that part of the relationship. Like, is that probably because he wanted to do a sequel with Princess Diana, which happened <laughs> almost happened and then she died? True story, actually. They were going to do it. Really? Yes. Uh -huh. Princess Diana was going to be in the bodyguard, too. Ew. And then she died. So she, so he could not do it. Could you imagine maybe Kevin Costner could have done that fake English yeah, accent he tried to do for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves <laughs> would have been amazing. <laughs> he could have really stretched his He could have stretched talent. himself there. We could have. Oh, it could have been amazing. Um, let's talk about the, the songs from this, though, because I genuinely believe uh, and this is rare. I, I this is a basically a soundtrack. With a movie. Yeah. As opposed so to a movie with the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. A soundtrack with a movie. I mean, I probably 100%. the videos, you could just might as well watch the five videos they released they go with in this it. movie. Yeah. And I uh, listen, I should say, I stand by giving this film a B minus because I would watch again. It is just insane enough 
to watch again and be like, what is going on here? There's like little moments of gold within this movie. Yeah, no, you're right. Right. No, like, I so, appreciate time out. the idea for the videos, though. They, That's nuggets, why we watched it in the 90s, girls. Yeah. Like, for her What songs. nuggets of gold? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Thank you. I don't mean, like, like, I don't mean, like, I broke into their house, but no, no, no. The fight, the fight, the fight in the kitchen, that makes no sense. No, I hear you, Brian. I agree. It's the absurdity. It's the, the that's the goal. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony's always drinking. Uh, always. Frank's always having so orange right. juice. He's like, what? 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 Brian, so, my apologies. You're right. That fight was awesome. And when he throws the knife, <laughs> he throws it he just fun. throwing knives. But there's like little moments that I actually <laughs> thought was kind of like I thought was kind of funny. Again, in the first third, when when they're coming in and they're like uh, when Bill Cobb goes to hire Kevin Costner and he's like, you're the best. And then he's purposely missing with the knives until yeah. Bill Cobb caught like he's trying to get rid of them. And then he's like, nah, fuck it. I'll just play. I'll just do it. But there was like some stuff like that. But everybody's right. The film looked like crap. And I yeah, was wondering yeah. if it was because I didn't want to pony up the extra dollar for the right. HD version <laughs> on uh, Amazon. No. So I did no. the SD version because I was like, this looks like it was filmed on a camcorder. Yeah, no, it still looks like that. <laughs> Especially mm -hmm. in her house, like all the theme where she's doing like the video, I, I had to like squint. I was like, I don't. I Why is it so dark? It's, it's so hard. soft and like weird. No yeah. money was spent on a restoration of this. No, film. because you had to pay Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, so the people love it. So what's endearing about this? Movie? I don't trying to know. Figure this out. Like we so compare this. Let's think about this. You know, we've talked about pretty. I, I would say I put this in the category. We've mm -hmm. said this with like pretty woman. Um, the notebooks, another one again, where people have these amazing attachments to the movie. To the movie. So what is the attachment we think to this movie for? You, is it just Whitney Houston? Yeah. And the music? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It has to be the music because it's like because even it's we were singing the music along with it. Yeah. Like we're ignoring the movie and scream even when she's not singing. The two of us are singing along to the point where our dog is wailing because we're doing it so terribly. <laughs> you care about the acting that you just want to. Yeah. You want to sing along. You want to be you want to think you can sing with her when you cannot. Yep. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation because the other two movies that we talked about this, I always feel like it's this like naive <coughs> nostalgia for this like romantic story that made you feel a certain way 25, 30 years ago. Mm. And when you rewatch it recent, more recently, it, it, it doesn't really hold up. And when, when we were doing that, I would always say, Oh, well, you know, like on the, on like my side, like as, as a guy, or as a kid of like the eighties is like star Wars, my like nostalgia thing. But I just rewatched that with the girls, the first two movies. And it is a million times better than as like I watching it with the girls. I feel like I noticed more of like how actually great it is. And there are certain things that are, yeah, it's cheesy. There are certain things that are, of course, that, but Absolutely. there are certain things that, that the characters do that is on a level that we don't see in any right. of these movies as far as development. You're looking at it in a different light too, though, as a dad and as a rewatcher, like in those, but like, I wouldn't pull up our kids and be like, let's rewatch this. Like no. we did other movies. I think that a lot of movies that were made with a female art audience intended, in Pretty by, shitty, by 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 men by mediocre white dudes. Pretty <laughs> shitty right. movies. 
but it was just like the best it was the best around right it was like the best that was available at the time right I mean, every like middle school, high school dance you went to, everybody got on the floor for Whitney Houston. Like she mm-hmm. pulled the crowd out, no matter who you are, where you look like, what town you were from. Yeah. Whitney Houston, you would rock out to. So to me, that's why you do it is because you're just like, I'll listen to her music. I know I'll listen to her music at any time. Yeah. Yep. I don't I know. Lower, like this movie doesn't make sense. It doesn't make I sense. I had lower <laughs> expectations for this movie. And I think that's maybe why I gra- graded it right, harder. Right, so I had, I had. Pretty Woman in particular, just as like a comparable, I think I had memories that that was a like a legitimate good movie. movie. And then to see it and be like like this, I feel like I I probably even at the time it came out knew that this is not like a great movie, but it was just like kind of enough to get by. Yeah. So I do think you have to align it differently because I, I do think in the end, this is not really a romance it's a crime film right that's and it, it's a really and that's it, it's a bad crime it's film it's a really bad crime but it's a film. crime film and i think that it does line up when you when you think about it with a lot of the other like crime dramas that began in the 90s right. and so i think it was playing into that market and the two sides of the crime film right the crazy guy and everybody's going to think it's you but it's really the twisted yes, sister right? we, we love a twist have, like, we love yeah. a murder mystery with a twist right, right? so I think it it definitely plays the edges of romance. I I think if you're gonna go there with the romance, you should do it a whole lot better than it, lot than better. it was done. Especially but, if it is supposed to be an interracial, like we're supposed to believe like love is yeah. love is love is love, right? She that doesn't fall in love with this guy. Well, she that, doesn't no, fall in love with this guy. We don't know not one single thing about. She has a goddamn kid in this movie. We don't know, and we don't know anything about the baby. Anybody. I would never hurt the baby. I was fucking nine. I would kill my sister, but I would never hurt the baby. I would kill that kid's mother in a second, but I would never hurt that kid. I was waiting for the twist to be that it was her kid. It was something like that. You know, like one of those crazy things. Like that was. It right was out of so like weird. Hospital. It was so weird that twist. That twist is almost like it surprised everybody making the movie. Well, because there <laughs> were so many. So everything else you can follow back. So the assassin you can follow back. The stalker you can follow back. The sister. No, I don't think there's you any. Cannot, you you can't, can't, they, can't they, follow the assassin. No, because. That's the thing. He shows up at in Miami. He could have fucking killed her eight times in Miami, and he eight didn't. Times. That's his he job. So I took that as why Frank is bad at his job because he wasn't going to kill her in a room full of people, or you know, outside of a room full of pe- full of people. But then, obviously, when Frank took her out into the middle of nowhere, he was like, "Well, yeah. now she's a sitting duck. Now it's gonna go." But the the, the idea but if that he's a he chain, was there, trained assassin, yeah, he would have just. He would have find, found a place to kill her when Agreed. she went out shopping that day or something. Right. Agreed. Yep. And that's a, there are so many times day. where Frank is like so militant about certain things. And there are other times he just wanders out to the balcony to look at fucking waves. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> or lets her sleep upstairs while he sits downstairs in Agreed. an isolated no, log cabin. The, the 12 pound dog. He does a dog So to summarize, he's a bodyguard that can't bodyguard. And she's yeah. a great singer that doesn't sing for most of the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's That's a, a really good movie. An well, Academy also, Award winning actress that can't yeah, act. Yes. He also wow. quit his job because the day, as we said, the day he wasn't working, somebody got shot. So yes. instead of saying, I'm going to devote my life to protecting the president because I'm the only person. I can the only guy who do it. 
I'm the only one that can do it. And I'm so beat up that I have to change my life. I'm going to quit the job. So yes. I'm never there. Too stressful. Think about Too stressful. Logic, I'm never going to be there. So he's going to be shot every day because mm-hmm. I am the only person that can stop. This movie does something at the end that I have to comment on because it is one of my least favorite things Ooh. done in all movies. In all movies. That is when they do a freeze frame at the end of a movie. There's one movie is, I like it in. There's occasionally you can it, pull it off depending on the type of, of course, that movie no. is Chances Are, Jim, when no. they freeze on Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> no. face. Consistently with, consistent, the, Brian. Thank yes. you. Um, what is, oh, yes. There are certain times you can pull it off. In this movie, uh, Breakfast yeah. Club, there is absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. no... Uh, no reason for no it. need for it they pan in and hold for a good 15 seconds on kevin costner for absolutely no and it's not like sometimes you do it in a movie that's like 90 minutes long because you're just trying to get it to the 90 minute mark right, this right. film is over two hours long and so the story you that. get at the end then with that final scene is that this yes. had absolutely no impact on him no, right? he's just right. moved on. Because he's just moved yes. on to the next job. So, like, though she's going to say he was the love of her life, so, he's going to be like, that was just a job. The Yeah. You should leave. I know that's bad, so all is well. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it, that made me think of something, because there are so many up-close shots on people's faces in this movie, awkwardly, yes. so that, that you don't know what else is happening in the room, because the camera is so close to the person. There's no perspective. There's no, like... Y- it just makes you feel like. But you're being polite and saying the person. It's Whitney. That's what I mean. I well, think she has no, control. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Whitney. That's true. Light but, me yeah. this way. Too. But yeah. it also made me think that the best acting that happens in this movie is, <laughs> going on there? is in that kitchen fight scene yes. when oh, he's yeah. eating the apple and he turns and he realizes that Tony just pulled a knife and he yeah, has that yeah. look on his face when he spins around like, dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> There's a look on his face that is so perfect. That's it's the so best fun. acting in the movie. I like the driving when they were doing the turns and the driving. Oh, by the way, why fun. is that in the movie? Because that never comes up again. <laughs> like The moment you do that with, with what's his name? Oh, wait, does he do it because, at the one point? Yeah, they, they have to because they're being followed. But he doesn't do the 180. He oh, even no, says, he like, can I do the 180? He's like, no, don't do the 180. Like, we watched Attack the Block. There's the part in the Attack the Block where the kid's like, I can't make that jump. I can't make that jump. Yeah, Three quarters of the way through the movie, he makes the jump. It's like, yeah. why the fuck? Like, why is it in there? All right, we have one more person that we have to talk about in this film. Who's that? It's Cy. Oh, Christ, oh, that fucking Jesus, guy. That, <laughs> that hair. How about that hair? <laughs> how is he That's not the, the killer? That is the grossest oh, hair. That would have been a great twist, actually. Yeah. That is the killer. See, that, and that would have made more sense to me. No, because he needs the money. He's He's yeah. got his... Well, no, he could have made money off of selling her death. But it was... Then. Right, I mean, it was like that she wouldn't actually be killed. It was just the publicity. <laughs> It was so ju- just to create a buzz. I mean, how about, can we discuss that there's a riot at her concert for what reason? For what reason? <laughs> what reason? What reason? There there's was like no riot legit- either. That looked like a normal 90s concert yeah, to people me. People started to break out into a fight. It made absolutely there, there no, no sense. Fight. She was crowd surfing. No, no she wasn't. She was having her hair and her clothing ripped off of her. She that was, was the that was the impression you were supposed yeah. to get. Okay. Uh, yeah. d- is is that, is it a wig? 
Is it a wig? Because if oh, it was I a think wig, it has to be at points. How I think it definitely did they has not to be pick a better wig? She was so exhausted after that. By the way, he had to carry her out, and, and then he takes oh, she, her home. And she she couldn't like, take her makeup. She off. couldn't even speak. She couldn't get volume. the dolls out of the bed. <laughs> did you notice that in the, the scene where he puts her into bed? She's in full makeup, and there are porcelain dolls in the bed right now. Oh, by the way, she, so uh, she was the the iconic poster from this movie of him carrying her is not even her. Uh, she was uh, not available. She was pregnant, that. right, or something? Or, or some, I, I, something Isn't that why happened, she was yeah. sitting wow. in the video? Yeah, I think yes. she was sitting I in the in the was. video because she was pregnant, and that's Actually, why she, we do she's sitting with Kevin her hands Costner, in front of her. Yeah, you do have to give Kevin Costner some credit. It was his idea to have her open the song a cappella for the "I Will Always Love You." I don't know why he's involved in the recording of her <laughs> of her songs, but in some way, shape, or form, he was involved. He with, was the person. He was the person involved. This, to me, at points, felt like a nineteen early nineteen nineties TV series. You know, where you could have had Frank Farmer going from person to person, yes. like a like a pilot for a TV show. Like Katie said, like kind of a bad murder mystery, but you're going to follow it because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it's on, it's on CBS it. this yes. week. Mm-hmm. And, and Whitney Houston was like Moira Rose. The, the... She was playing a different role, role second, in every scene. She was like, as Moira Rose acting, she's like okay. with the students in the first Changing season, when she's like, you got to play this, you got to play this. Now have an accent. Now don't have an accent. The, the, thing, the thing with those is though, at the end of the day, those writers who do those kind of crime things the unwritten rules that like you can never fuck up the motive of the the killer right like so like it can be sort of ridiculous and sort of crazy but it needs to at least sort of make some kind of sense or it needs to at least be cut and dry this guy knows that one of his old friends is protecting the person he's supposed to kill and he doesn't just (laughs) And we already know that he doesn't know the client. So we right. know he can just fucking walk away. Yes, he already He's not, she paid he him is not emotionally invested in killing this person for any reason. She was for stoned when she found him and has no way to contact him. So it's not like she's going to be able to go back into Mandra oh, money. I, all I heard in that was like, drugs are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was stoned and I hired someone to kill my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not, we're not going to stop this conversation until Brian downgrades his great. <laughs> I, I, I can forgive Marcia. The cinematography how many, alone how can't, can't, can't give this movie above a C. The cinematography uh, alone. No, I, I, would, I am telling you, I would watch this movie again in like 20 years. It's only another 20 years. I will not. Absurd. Have you ever changed the grade? I think you have to. I, I will. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to go below a B minus. Listen, he's, he's I feel like if you're if, changing a grade. if you are willing to watch the movie again, I think it has to at least be a, a B minus. No. Let's, let's be honest, Brian. I watched this movie for you. OK, buddy. And I, will I have to be it. honest. Brian's, thought, Brian's a C at best. I thought. <laughs> That there was more of a love story in this movie Me, than there I was. Thought, I think that's uh, to, be fair, good, to be fair, to be fair, good Valentine's, Valentine's Day pick, Brian. Well, no, because I picked it for <laughs> Valentine's Day because people talk about this movie. Gonna... People talk about this movie as a love story. I'm not quite sure. Maybe our perception of what love was in the <laughs> early '90s was different. I don't. I don't know. I do like how they had. Maybe that satisfied people's needs. Maybe that was just enough, right? We didn't need I, such like a deep. I love putting it in context, though. Like, this was, what, 92, 93, 92? 92, yeah. This was, the, the, if you look at what came out in 92, 
there are some incredible movies that this this came out with. That this came out with? Yeah, like Unforgiven came out that year, I think. Um, one best picture, but like it's this is two years from Pulp Fiction and like yeah, I but here to be the fair, indie I don't think, movie craze. Yeah, but I don't think this is trying to be. I don't Oscar care what movies film. are trying to be anymore. That's we're, not an interesting. Like, why would you like if we're the way that we interpret a film? We don't need to say like what were they trying to do? Unless why? I think you, I think that is important. I think if it was trying to be. A serious, like intense it's, film. That's one thing. I think it this fails. Is like, it fails at the Kevin fundamentals Costner of making a film. Too. It's not like they nailed the fundamentals of making a film, and then then they were like, "You just don't like what we did in the movie." That me not liking the story is a totally different thing than it's being like, totally "You shot it shitty. The acting's bad. The writing's terrible." That, it's not like the writing was great, and I just didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they they recorded <laughs> shitty. They performed shitty. It's not like they did what they were trying to do. But they that, were trying to make a good movie, and but they that didn't do it. Final kiss scene with the the camera going around yeah. them rapidly that almost that, made me vomit. Yeah, no, that brought it all home for me. Why they all were going so fast there? there Stop was a that lot plane! A lot of spinning lower there. those stairs again. Let me run onto the tarmac. Moment. Like, hey, maybe I do love. Him. Was I, that what they wanted at the end of Casablanca? You think they're like, no, I've always wanted her to get off the plane and run back and get kiss off him, the and they plane. I love the 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 like. The thumbs up from the from the dorky new bodyguard, and then oh, yeah. Kevin Costner yeah. is like, yeah, you got it, buddy. Like, with, by don't the way, don't let the, any more of her family reason, die on he your was watch. Shot in the chest, but he's wearing a sling on the opposite oh, yeah, arm. By yes. the way, just for continuity purposes, <laughs> they might they might want to have looked at. He's my at bodyguard. At point, Kevin Costner's like, I'm not fucking putting a fake cast on. Give me <laughs> give me a sling give me and we'll sling. Give me the sling. We are we are out of here oh, in thirty minutes. Yeah, we're out of here in 30 minutes. Uh, I will stand by my grade. I have no shame in saying that this is a, a B minus. Shame. Good for you, no uh, Katie gave Rad a B. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, which is a higher grade <laughs> than I gave this film. I, love um, I would rather watch Rad than this, though. I, so love I would not. I would rather watch this than Rad. Um, all right. I, I think this is a simple question. Uh, King of the Hill or Bottom of the Barrel? Maybe not. Uh, is this film better than Casablanca? No. 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 Is this film worse than Rat? Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. Worse than Rad? Do you have have you guys watched Rad? I Rad is Awful. That's true. true. Not but it doesn't look it like but it's this, so much fun. The cinematography might be better, actually. Uh, yeah. So much fun. One, there's not, not one, one redeeming quality in red. There's not one redeeming. The quality music in red. is a wash because they're both awesome. Um, <laughs> Barriers. When's the last time you watched even say it with a straight face? <laughs> I don't think okay, I've ever seen this. This You've never seen please Rad. Please watch Rad. It is going to be You can let Dan you can let the kids watch it. It's going to be such it's, a more it, enjoyable experience than this was. It's got <laughs> awesome BMX. You're going to love it. Dan, I Why know. Not watch I know that you so you wanted a BMX bike with pegs on the back. Oh my gosh, especially with pegs. I, I had so one. wanted pegs. Yeah, you oh, did. Yeah, absolutely had one. I did not want to have one. It okay. is such a fun movie. <laughs> 
Uh, You're gonna love right, it. So hold on. So there's only three <laughs> of us. Then. Disturbed. I, 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 I can't. I can't put it. Put it below rad. The, yeah. This it is uh, cinematically better than rad. They, they spent more money on actors than rad, rad spent on the entire this. movie. No, I do think one thing that is interesting in this. I feel like the orange juice industry financed this fuck? film, like the BMX bike industry financed <laughs> it. Yep. Never has a man loved orange he juice. He doesn't love women. Juice, he loves man. orange juice. No, they were like, James Bond has has a signature drink. Yes, Farmer yes, needs a signature yes, drink. That is an interesting take. Maybe this was really a backdoor way into Kevin Costner being 007. So that's why. I think... I honestly think this movie the beginning was very 007. This movie could be remade and be they, that's another they thing. Are. That's another thing about this movie. The bones of this could be a great movie. Yes, this the idea of being saved, like like falling in love because of that, right? And going through your issues could be. Oh, I was going to leave the love story out. There, well, like, I was going to say there are real stories oh, of celebrities falling in love with their bodyguard. Uh, Pamela Anderson just married her bodyguard. How about, how about a lot of them have? I was, Doesn't J Lo like regularly date her bodyguard? I was watching you from across the room. Why don't you just go keep right, watching? Oh my God, oh, he's so rude. Like, he's just so such a rude that person. That woman's hair was offensive. She had horrible hair. Was no, her hair was 80s was a bit her. This yeah. is, by the way, this is a simple like movie. You yeah. find an amazing musical artist and say, we need five setups here. Where yes. We're going to put your songs in this movie. You find, uh, you you can even have the love story. That's fine. You pick a simple I need I need Idris in this. And go no, with it, happening. and nobody cares about it. There, you no, find I, it. That's I all you need. I saw the, there's, there I'm are already two people on the docket for this. We're blinded by that. You're right, Brian. Just put her That's all you need there. to do. That's all yeah. we need. That, and you would have been fine. Uh, all right. So this is not better than Casablanca. It's also not worse than Rad. All right. It's time for five questions. <laughs> you want answers? You want answers? answers? I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? What? Why? All right, time for five questions. Um, we're going to have a bonus question here um, before we start. Um, Dana Marsha, I know you haven't heard it or seen the movie Rad before, but if we said the term to you, ass sliding, what do you think that is? Without seeing the movie, what do you think ass sliding is? Ass sliding? Ass I'm sliding. It involves pants, but I'm assuming it doesn't. <laughs> I'm very literal. I don't know. You come off the bike and slide on your ass. Like I don't. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is that sliding? All right. Just watch that movie. Watch Red. Uh, that's our preview. That's the next, our. The next time you're on, you can tell us what that's you think Brian's about. That's Brian's beat. It. He's like, here you go. There you go. Yes. Ass sliding. Hold now your, cover, definitely in. Now cover, cover your kids' eyes in that <laughs> portion of the film. All right, here we go. Five questions. Uh, first up, thumbs up or thumbs down? How are you on orange juice as a beverage? Ooh, two thumbs down yeah, right. with orange juice. I mean, like, I, if you have, like, I, a fresh squeezed glass of orange juice once a year. Fresh squeeze, yes. Awesome, right? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's like, Italy, if you're on, on vacation like and you're like, yeah, I, that's yeah. about it. I prefer high C orange or five black. Those are my Ecto two orange. High, high C orange coming back to McDonald's. Coming back to McDonald's. Thank you, Brian. I'll be Amazing. there for it. Yes. 
I don't drink orange juice. I don't like citric acid. Orange drink, yeah. I don't like oh, citric acid. It hurts. It hurts my stomach. <laughs> very Delicate tum tum. I think it might have been all the Mad Dog I drank in college, <laughs> and it just like negatively impacted. Not Red Devil, not the concoction. No, oh, well, that's 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 a whole other. That's a, I tried to forget that. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, question two: Would you rather watch a Kevin Costner movie mm. or listen to a Whitney Houston album? If people listen to albums anymore, I don't know. Is that a do people? You know, we really that? debated this because I originally went for Whitney because this is why I loved the Whitney. But then you remember Bull Durham. But then I remember a lot fields of dream, like fields of dreams. Then you remember all the Costner movies, yeah. and Dan went rattled all of them. I was like, ooh, maybe Costner then because. He has a lot of range, right? He has like good movies yes. and he has like really terrible movies. But he just does a ton of them. Yeah. He I mean, just he goes... does a, that's the thing. The, the amount of movies we saw online. Yeah. Like I love The Untouchables. I love, uh, yeah, I even love like Tin Cup. Like I, I don't know. Oh, how it's, many, a, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. So I, I think I'd pick Cosner because at his peak, I enjoyed it more than like Whitney songs, stuff like that. But we'll just put Waterworld at the bottom. But yes, Cosner. We'll pick the Cosner. <laughs> Waterworld is interesting. Uh, all right. Fill in the blank question. Here we go. Uh, the best, the single best Whitney Houston song is. <laughs> um, you have a favorite. It could even be your favorite. It doesn't have to be ranked the best. Um, so what? I, I, thought I you, mean, we debated this one. You too. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I want to dance. We want to dance yeah. with somebody. Oh, uh, like, yes. Like, no, that's mine. Song. No, that's yours. No, that's mine. I was like, fine. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just it's got you can the dance best. to it. You can sing to it. It's a shot in the arm. Better. It makes you feel better yeah, every time you hear it. It does. That's a good one. You think you can sing it? It's a great one. Those high pitch, yeah. You think you can do it? You're going to go yeah. for it. You're going to go for it every yeah. time. Oh, Even if you haven't time. made it ever before, you're, you're going to keep trying. It is. Animals bark. It's it the matter. living on a prayer of, of dance uh, songs. Of dance songs. And, and I'll, I'll put in a vote for how well I know. Like, how well oh, Yes. So good. <laughs> All great choices. All right. Favorite question. What's your favorite movie soundtrack? Mm. Mm. So I definitely said because Forrest Gump, it was the first album I bought with my own money, like soundtrack. So Forrest Gump. It was a good one. Yeah, it was that's a, great that's one. a good, yeah, that's two, good choice. Two CDs. It was yes, two CDs. It was yes, two were. CDs. Absolutely. Yeah, this Dan, do you have one? Yeah, it's tricky for me. I'm not a soundtrack guy, but no. I do remember I ended up buying when I saw Baby Driver, the Baby Driver soundtrack. Yes. Oh I just love the whole vibe of that yes. movie. And we Amazing. listened to it a lot in <laughs> yeah. the car. Amazing soundtrack. Right about and now. Fine. We just watched the beginning of Baby Driver the other night because I needed to pick me up. I was yeah. like, I need the first five minutes of Baby yep. Driver. Yes. Two songs. Oh, oh yep. my gosh. So, yeah. uh, it's a great album. <laughs> Finally, deep thoughts question. If you could be a bodyguard for any celebrity, who would it be? Uh, I'll go first. I just I couldn't think of a good answer. So I thought it, I thought it'd be Bobby hilarious. Valentine. No, that's a good one. But Ooh, I, I thought like, I'm already a big guy, but I thought it'd be funny if I was like the bodyguard for like The Rock. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a movie I would watch. That's his bodyguard. That's his that's his accountant. <laughs> yes. I like that. That's his I also just want them to drink tequila together and I want to watch them. Yep. Oh, no. I want to yep. watch that movie. I want to no. watch that movie. We'd be into that. Marsha, who would you like to be a bodyguard for? I said Stephen Colbert because I think he oh, wants to be my be friend. Great. Yes. He does. He doesn't know it yet. Oh, I think he, he, he would just love needs you. to know you. That's all it is. He would I love you. Like, I feel like he and the Reedies, I feel like we would really get along. So, yeah. Brian, Absolutely. Yep. I have a real time fact check right now. 
okay. The the rumored um bodyguard remake yes. would star in the in the leading roles Chris Helmsworth and Tessa Thompson. And it started as a joke between them when they were filming uh, uh the body or when they were filming Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Okay. But it would be her as the bodyguard and him oh. as an actor. Oh. I was, you know, okay, I like that even better now. Yeah. Okay. It's so funny you were thinking that. I just had the Super Bowl in my mind. I'm like, they should make the, the singer like The weekend and like just pick some woman to protect them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Could but apparently it's just a joke. Oh. It's just a joke. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Men in Black movie they made together was not a joke. It was produced <laughs> and filmed. There were they actually have, no jokes. They might have been better off making The Bodyguard. There should have been more jokes. There should have been a lot more jokes, actually. Dana Marsha, thank you uh, thank for you. joining you us. Yeah. Uh, we're Bye. so excited. Of course, we'll have uh, we'll see you again soon, hopefully. And we know we'll have you back for our, our 2001 graduation monthly extravaganza in June, celebrating Absolutely. 20 years Can you believe that? of graduating That's wild. from college. You, baby. Yeah, we'll be back. Do you guys Thanks actually graduate? Uh, we'll, we'll, sure uh, we'll pick another great movie. Sure, we just keep Brent. now. By the way, just Home Alone Brent. was a good movie. It was That's a good movie. Home Alone, Alone was a good movie. I'm just saying we're trending kind of oddly. <laughs> At least this time you actually had to buy the movie, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike last time where you had it for free and you trust us, we look this time even on the YouTube. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a good idea. Um, all right, we'll see everybody soon. Bye, right, everybody. Bye. Take care, guys. <laughs>